Have you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our work, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Hello, I am Sheila Marie, also known as Keecha. And hello, this is Anana Moon, and welcome to our podcast. So, we wanted to discuss what's in the air. Can you feel it in the air? <laughs> it's the holiday season. So what else happens during well, the holiday season? <laughs> well, personally, I feel a lot of excitement and the little kid thrill of it all is still with me. However, <laughs> there is also the very adult part of it, which many of us get into, and that's the stress of the holidays. And so many different stresses. Yes, and that's what we want to talk about today. Um, and help you through it. Yeah. <laughs> and by helping you, we're going to help ourselves as well. There we go. And no matter how much we look forward to the holidays, um, there can be, you might, you might already notice for yourself that you have a looming anxiety, um, a feeling of you can't either cope with it all or you're not able to do everything that you want to do. So where where you may feel stressed or feel an anxiety about what is to come, or there's there can even be, as you're trying to do everything and trying to enjoy yourself, there may be a pervasive sense of depression. Um, it may have to do with the fact that you have guests that you're trying to host or or packages to buy for, gifts to buy for 50 people. Um, or maybe you're even spending the holidays alone. There are all kinds of things out there to stress us out. And we also discussed about um, on the sadder part, you know, missing your, your, your ancestors, your departed, your moms, your dads. Yes, definitely. Someone may have passed on recently. That was the case. One of the things that, that made me think of doing this episode was um, a client who had just recently lost his father, and he was even having a little trouble saying that he missed him so much that he wanted to have some experience of him here. Um, but just to face, we, we both just came straight down to you have to face that you are um, dealing with this and you're not alone is part of it too. Everyone is facing either someone they've missed, they miss throughout the year and then it gets magnified at this time or that there's someone new that's passed and now each new occasion you have to figure out what to do with your feelings mm. because they're no longer here. It's hard. It is. It's hard, especially the first year. All the all the holidays is just, it's intense. It's very intense. And we should clarify that your client, meaning that you um, are an uh, intuitive medium, so you were reading him. Yes, you I'm an intuitive it. medium. I'm a spiritual advisor and a meditation teacher, among among a few other and things. Other but 
yes, people come to me with all sorts of things that they're going through. So it's... Um, and is it busier this time of year for you? Oh, much busier. Yeah. It has, yes, definitely. Um, and it's, inter- again, interesting. We live in a time where we don't talk about our emotions or think, or tr- even try to bring up our emotions like we perhaps did in an earlier time. Um, but people come and say something's not quite right, basically, and it's that they're dealing with a heightened anxiety, a, yes. a depression, um, um, agitation, um, feeling that they can't cope, um, all kinds of all kinds of things. I mean, I think where people do reach out to their therapists, they do reach out to their consultants of various kinds. I think there's a lot more body work going on at this time of year, also, which I would suggest to anyone: massages and acupuncture and yoga. Yoga, yes, yes, <laughs> yoga, exercise, going for long walks if you need them. That's um, so true. Very important. But we're going to talk a little bit more about certain tips um, that might help you along the way during this season. Definitely, yes. So, um... so the first one that we wanted to talk about was acknowledging your feelings. I was starting to talk about that. Um, for And the for instance was indeed if someone had recently passed away. Um, or you can't be with your loved ones for some for for some reason. Perhaps you have to work um, in another city or travel for some reali- re- reason. It is really good, actually, to face your feelings, face your sadness, your grief, your disappointment. Um, it's okay. You have to let yourself know that it's okay to express your feelings. Um, trying to force yourself to be happy just because it's the holidays <laughs> feels worse than anything else. And we do try. We try to rally and we try to do it for other people. But then we end up kind of taking a drop and not Pro- feeling Probably good. a lot of alcoholic sales is happening around the holidays Okay, that well. would be one way to drop. <laughs> drop. Yeah, that's not great. I mean, it's fun to have well, cheer. Well, it's delicious, but... <laughs> but yeah, do, you know, it's probably better to deal with those feelings. <laughs> Acknowledge them, as you say. Definitely. And and it, it's, uh, right now, financially, it can be hard to go visit, go visit family members and friends and bring a gift. That's very true. So, um, and I... I, I know that sometimes people don't want to go visit because they feel they can't bring a gift. And that, and that holds them back. It does. And it's, you know what, just showing up is the gift. Right. Or right. write them a poem. Knowing, knowing that you love your family and friends and you are loved and you can be the gift becomes very important. So checking in with how you see yourself and who you who you know yourself to be and and the beautiful memories of being together yeah. help Spending in a variety time. of ways. Yeah. That's the best gift, I think. Right. Um, reaching out. Don't isolate yourself. Seek out companionship for support and lift your mood. Good friends, religious, spiritual organizations like we were talking about. Um, volunteer or join in community events. Um, Sometimes I, I know that the um, there's a lot of homeless shelters that do food 
uh, preparations for Thanksgiving. I'm sure they do for Christmas. That's a great way. I mean, you know, you also don't know who you're going to meet. You can make new friends. Yes, definitely. Also, um, dealing with depression, it's very good to get involved with charities and other events where people will be around. Um, it definitely uplifts your heart to help others. So, you know, going walking into your favorite charity um, will do so much for you and do so much for those you're helping. Um, it's a good payoff. Definitely. Um, I loved this point, be realistic. It kind of feeds into what we were first talking about, that the holidays don't have to be perfect or like they were last year or like um. they were when you were a child. Um, this has a lot to do with our expectations. Um, we want our memories to be there, but trying to recreate them can actually cause quite a bit of stress. And just letting what will be be this year helps. It actually lightens the load. And I think that's um, that's tough for adults. Um, like I have a fourteen-year-old daughter. I would love. Um, you know, to her innocence of believing in, in Santa and sorry, people, Santa's Aww. not real. <laughs> um, what are you what? saying? <laughs> <laughs> so she was. I disagree. <laughs> well, I guess Santa is real in a way. Yes. Um, but you know, that was so much fun to you know, d you know, hide the little notes from Santa and oh, that was the best. You know, to if you if, if you don't do this, you know, Santa's gonna not bring you gifts. That was just like the best negotiation ever. I miss that so much. But, um, well, it helps when you need to be up in the middle of the night putting bicycles together yes. and um, various things. That I, I don't, I, I miss and I don't miss. But um, I think some people mourn that, um, that they don't get to have, oh, participate in yeah, that. Do that. And so, um, expectation you know now things are different and they might get stressed they might get angry they like you said they um they have a a way of this is the way it was last year so it should be that same way again we'll sing christmas carols at this time and we're gonna eat the turkey at this time and if that doesn't happen forget it <laughs> that's how family arguments start as exactly. a matter of fact like, my tradition is better than your tradition <laughs> exactly yeah. i'm laughing but i've seen those arguments so it's, it's not the it's 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 if there's a sense of wonder as a child we can still have a sense of wonder as an adult. Yes. And if you let go of the expectations, expe I often say expectations are, are not our best friends. We can have an no, idea no. or a vision of how you want things to be. And this could be at any time in your life. It's not just the holidays. But apart from the holidays, um, we have expectations rolling through most of our lives. Um, it makes us feel good to feel like we're setting an idea of what will happen on any given situation. And sometimes um, it feels good. It feels like we're also controlling everything around us. But if there's an expectation that certain things will happen a certain way and it doesn't happen, 
It's yeah. upsetting. <laughs> it's ugh. Yes, yeah. right. It's upsetting. It's um, frustrating. We don't think about this consciously that, well, if I have an expectation, probably the person or people that we're working with also have expectations. And then you find out their expectations are not the same as your expectations. And how dare they think differently than you do? <laughs> or you just didn't you you recognize that they will think differently, but it frustrates you that they do. And that, too, gets you stressed out, prepared for an argument, um, not feeling you can carry on or cope with what's coming. Um, but letting go of expectations and saying, okay, I have a plan, and I hope other people relate to this plan, and um, maybe I'll just let whatever comes come, just let things happen, then there's the opportunity to really enjoy an experience. I actually lost a friend um, years ago because she had an expectation for Christmas. And, you know, this is the way it was going to be with our children and it was going to be beautiful and it was fine. It just wasn't, you know, exactly what she had envisioned. Your beauty was not her beauty. And, <laughs> and, and you know, there was issues I think she had to deal with that she didn't realize. So, um, but it, it, in the end, it was um, one of those you can't acknowledge that it's your expectation. So, of course. Exactly. And that is part of it. We can't. It's hard to acknowledge that you had an expectation that things would go a certain way. Usually it's after the fact mm-hmm. <laughs> that we look oh, at yeah. that. But it but it can happen in the moment if you go in saying, well, this is part of the wonder and the magic of Christmas is anything can happen. And that's where magic comes from. That's That's the creativity of it. That if you have an expectation, but you see someone else's plan or their idea <laughs> coming into view, you can go, oh, well, let me, let's just see. Let's just see what happens. Um, and that brings in the child within you to allow you to experience something new from one another. So it's, yeah, let, leaving the expectations at the door is kind in of... Everything, in everything. In, every, in everything, and, as well as the holidays. And that's my biggest challenge, but I'm doing better. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, this, was, this was a point um, that I wanted to bring up, too. Um, What happens when you know you're an adult, you're an adult who's probably raising children, and you um, are well-respected in your community and among your friends, but the moment you go home at the holidays, you're five years old again. Exactly. How many of us have dealt with that? (laughs) Now you become the five-year-old, and your parents treat you like the five-year-old, correct? Right. Yes. Right. And maybe not even just your parents. I'm an only child, so all my grandparents and <laughs> my aunts and uncles mm-hmm. and trying to get my ideas or opinions across <laughs> when you're five and you're supposed to wait your turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> very, very difficult. It still feels like they're like, let the adults speak. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Part of the problem with being the adult child at your family's home is that they, you too, 
are buying into that totally. you're still a child. Mm-hmm. So you feel like let the adults speak. Yes. Um, but, you know, I, hopefully you're no longer sitting at the kiddies table. <laughs> so. Sometimes it's better to sit at so the kiddies table. <laughs> Less expectations. Less there we go. Less political speak. <laughs> oh goodness, that's another one of the yeah. points. <laughs> yeah. But, but, um, but, but you, you don't have to push that you are now the adult. That too can lead to arguments. Yes. You know, you, mother, you always treat me this way as you stamp your foot. And, and I'm older than you. I know more. Okay. I know more. Yes. Right. <laughs> But um, letting yourself introduce, it's a, it's a level of consciousness, actually, to let yourself come in as the adult, um, letting it pass or roll, roll by if they treat you like a child when you know you're an adult. So why do you have to prove it? Um, That's probably being just, more adult, being able being, to just yes, keep your tongue. In. Exactly, okay. and just letting go. Letting yes. it go, and all, and and maybe remembering you as the child. Mm. Um, I'm saying this from a very positive point of view, but <laughs> I also know that I, I would bring in next next to that, if you if you will, it's the yes, I'm an adult. But also they keep reminding me of all the things I did as a child that either were mistakes or were cute. This also brings in people who get scapegoated in a way in their families. Um, they say they'll, there'll be the, the replaying of every memory like, oh, remember when you lit a candle and you almost burned down the house or... Oh, there was that recipe you were supposed to make a certain way and it it, was, it tasted it, like foot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes, friend line. It tasted like foot. That'll work. <laughs> but the problem is that 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 hurts feelings. And if it's you or if it's someone else who's always reminded every year of the thing they did wrong or the thing that stood out that you're like, here it comes, I'm cringing, oh my gosh, here's the story of it. Um, how do you let go of that? What do you do? And, and then I wonder, like the person bringing this up, obviously they're having an issue. Like, why do you keep bringing up? I almost burned down the house. I'm really sorry. Why do you take pleasure in seeing me squirm? Obviously let's try and take care of that at a different time. Maybe. That would be very true, not to do it on the holiday itself, but maybe at the end of the evening or say, you know, every year you bring this up. It it would also have to do partially with the insecurity of the person bringing it up and wanting to feel, it may come from wanting to feel included in the stories Mm -hmm. and everything, but bringing it up from the point of view of, Remember how <laughs> how Sheila Marie did this <laughs> um, is is just their way of surviving or coping. They will get angry if you call them out on it. Oh, so totally. yes, definitely doing it at another time to say, "Hey, that really hurts my feelings. Could we not do that?" Or doing it, bef- you know, just just before the holidays would be the better thing to do. So that's the famous. Um getting attention whether it's negative or positive they just want attention they need attention there's something happening there 
So yes. um, my my gut advice there is um, after the holidays, why don't you take them out to have coffee and figure out what's up? <laughs> what do you what do you need? What do you need? And I agree. If it, it might work after the holidays or take them out to coffee right before the and holidays. say, I want you to know. <laughs> that would be <laughs> nice. I mean, in a perfect world, that would be great. Like, OK, yeah. you know, we're going to see each other in a week. Let's uh, let's mm-hmm. hang out and talk. Talk. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So um, set aside differences, as I was just saying. Try to accept family members and friends as they are, even if they don't live up to your expectations. expectations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> set aside grievances until a more appropriate time for discussion, which we were mm-hmm. just talking about. Yes, we were. Be, under- be understanding if others get upset or distressed when something goes awry. Again, you know, I burned the casserole. Well, okay, you know, it's... It happens. Not, yeah. N- nobody died. Casserole's <laughs> gone. Let it go. <laughs> how many times, anyone who's made a casserole, how many times have you burned one? So everyone should be able to understand that and make it inclusive. It seems so, you know, in all the things we're saying too, it seems to be yes, go to your family gatherings and to friends' houses to have fun, but also recognizing you may have to hold space for some emotional events from yeah. people, whether it's loss of a loved one or missed missed expectations or um, I'm no, I've noticed sometimes people don't have time to listen to other people's memories. We need to be heard also. We need we we need ourselves to be heard, but we need to listen to other people's stories and so to just stop and listen when someone's telling something they remember even if it's the 50th time they've told it um, recognizing or acknowledging that it's important to them seems to be seems to be important all the way around well that's how um, family traditions you find out about your family you find out about your friend's family and I wonder is that um do you think that's due to our short attention span now because of social media? I would agree with that. That's true. It used to, and we also used to say just because of television, mm-hmm. our attention span shortened. But we know it's shortened even more because of social media and our computers. Um, impatience. Some there's. I mean, there's impatience. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even on social media, I have a friend who writes ten paragraphs. <laughs> just describing his feelings and um i i try and read <laughs> but at, at sometimes at paragraph four i'm like dude i love you but yeah I'm, i'll get back to it and unfortunately i don't sorry about that <laughs> i'm laughing because that would be me right <laughs> i don't think I'm, I'm trying to be very conscious of that but that is it's true you're trying to use the language you've learned <laughs> and you and you want to express yourself but even I don't want to read what I've written that's very lengthy <laughs> so so yes that's that's it's it's just it's different it's just changed now and the, so, and I mean there's I I hope we can go back to listening like my I grew up with my grandmas my my great aunts and I called them grandmas and in their 90s and I, I just remember every night walking by and to, to visit them next door and the three of them would be sitting there telling each other stories. 
the same story that I've heard every day that they experienced 50 years ago, but they yes. were telling it to each other like it like it just happened. And there was a certain ritual, ritual and comfort, comfort to oh, that. Yes. Um, that's that that definitely goes into something that should be brought up too. that uh, ritual is something actually that can relax you, yes. bring you back to the present, um, <laughs> take you to the past that will bring you back to the present. Um, our rituals are what we're talking about, too, when we talk about expectations. If my expectation of a given way of doing things, a given ritual, are important to me, they're going to be important to someone else as well. What, you know, how, how you remember opening gifts, your ritual of opening <laughs> gifts, perhaps, is different than my ritual, <laughs> my family's ritual of opening gifts, and people can be affronted and appalled by <laughs> someone else's. What do you mean you're opening on Christmas Eve? You open only on Christmas Day. No. Okay. What do you mean you all open your gifts all at, at once? once yeah. No, you're supposed to pass them out and one at a time. The youngest, <laughs> yeah, we all sit there and watch. And, and The youngest? No, the <laughs> oldest. What are you talking about? Don't rip <laughs> the paper. Don't rip the paper. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're wadding up the bows? No, yeah. Are you crazy? You're nuts. <laughs> and there goes Christmas Day. Exactly. <laughs> God bless Bailey's. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, like, where's, the, where's the whiskey? Come on. <laughs> the whiskey and the eggnog. Come on. No, but those, but the rich. <laughs> and yet, I'm going to go back to feeling that the rituals actually... If you say you're going to share a particular ritual and would you join in with me, that may that may help. Or if you're going to someone else's home, I've had people say to me, well, Grandma Ida wants things this way, so we always do that. So just bear with us. <laughs> and I appreciate that very much. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, so here's a helpful hint. Give your friends and new family members into the family a heads up. <laughs> Don't just sit there and go, oh, yeah, by the way, I forgot to tell you. I no. meant to tell you. Yeah. Heads, up, head, heads up is good. We read this story every year, and it's four hours long. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> but it's... Here, wear sunglasses, pretend you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those kinds of things. Yes. <laughs> but um, also... Also, I, my, my sense, too, is bringing something with you to share as well. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea because you don't, uh, well, like we say in this show, um, take what you Take what you take need. Take what you need and leave the rest. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's true. That's, I mean, I've picked up other people's traditions. <laughs> as we say in this show, it's cruising in the light and the shadow. So it is, it's like cruising, cruising along and adding what you can and then letting go of what you don't need and letting go of um, needing things to be a certain way. Um, the next point that I'd like to bring up something about purchasing gifts like sticking to a budget <sighs> over time this has come up more and more and more the expense of holiday gift giving and and it goes hand in hand sadly with guilt 
It's totally. It's the feeling that parents will have, even as even if their children are adults, that they will always give the same level that they gave when their children were small. And if they cannot do that, it causes guilt and depression and um, anxiety. It's, it's the feeling that you haven't done enough when... That may be a conversation that has to be had. And what do you think about like um, when you can give somebody a bunch of stuff, and um, mm. but they can't reciprocate? And so the beauty of it would be to be like, okay, well, thank you. At this time, I will accept it because I, you know, thank you. But I, I feel most of the time people are like feeling like, no, 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 I can't take this. I don't feel good about this. I, I you know, We have to set a limit, mm-hmm. which may or may not be uncomfortable still for some people. Maybe they can't afford that limit or maybe they, someone's like, I've already bought this and I just want you to have it. Yeah. Um, it can even become more of a power play. Well, we said we'd stay at $35, but I bought you this. $350. <laughs> Gift certificate, too. 35 is in there. Isn't that all right? <laughs> but um, I can only, at this point, my thought is this probably is from my parents, and I can only go with this, is that you should accept grace graciously. Yes. And it really is the thought that counts, but if the other person has an agenda and it did become a way of vying for attention, uh, still let them have that for themselves. But yours, yours came from your heart, and that's the important thing. Or in the moment, accept that if you received a gift, it came from the heart. Yeah, like um, you said, graciously, because I know in the past I've, said, yes, I've yes. said, oh, God, no, I can't accept this. Take it back. Which is um, not very gracious <laughs> and hurtful. Did you go ahead and accept it though? I the did. End? Well, then there we go. <laughs> My first iPhone. <laughs> but well, I, that was lovely of it, you. It was, well, it was, and it was a lovely phone. I enjoyed it. Still have it somewhere. So, <laughs> um, but I, I do. I think that that um, that does bring up. Um, some riffs sometimes as well. It does, yeah. So yeah. it is a great idea if you can't stick to the budget or even not even a physical gift. Like I said, just spending time. Let's let's just go see the lights, you know, down, you know, in Santa Monica or Candy Cane Lane or wherever. Have some hot oh, cocoa. Yes. Just spend some time. Yes. Because at this, well, at my age, at this age, I'd rather just spend time with somebody I haven't seen in a long time. Absolutely. Same. Yes, very much for me, too. I agree that just being with someone, that actually helps you let go of expectations, um, of fears of doing too much or too little for someone. Just saying being in your company is everything I need. Um, just going to that place and just breathing um, I really do agree too. And, you know, all of this, all of this dances together because ritual. Anytime 
you go to a church service where there's just candles and music, or maybe you have your own rituals at home where you sit and you just relax and you watch a holiday movie that you movie. that you agree with. What? All the Hallmark romantic things. Aww. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of which, um, what... Do you have particular traditions that you, it could be, one of the things I wanted to talk about were, were the movies we love, the, the songs we love, or certain things you just feel are a must for you. Just briefly, is there something, okay. well, <laughs> some um, there are a couple of things that you really like? I'm Nicaraguan. So um, the tr- my tradition, I brought this into um, my my family so um for those who don't know i have an interesting life i have a daughter and an ex-husband and i still um hang out with my ex-husband's family they're like my second family Mm -hmm. so um christmas eve um i go hang out with them and i bring nakatamales which is a nicaraguan tradition Mm. it's and it's so good so we have that and then we go home prepare for you know Christmas Eve, getting gifts done. And then the next day, we go back to my in-laws, and um, they usually have, like, this big spread, and family and friends come, and it's usually, like, I'm always saying, you know, if they're really kind and generous people, so if I have friends that need a place to hang out, come on over. And um, there's a lot of wine, which for me is good. Again, (laughs) an important tradition. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, that does remind me of how things have changed for me because because I'm from the Midwest, so the traditional, you know, turkey and cranberries. Oh, wait, but oh, the child in me only wants the smooth ones. The adult now goes to the cranberry salad. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but there were the Midwestern traditions versus my husband's traditions, where there are now tamales, yeah. and I'm oh, like, what, really? how does that how does that work? How does like, wait? How what is nationality that is? A, oh well, I'd have to. This would be a longer story <laughs> than we need, <laughs> we need to go into. I'm like, I didn't know there, there's tamales in there your are life. <laughs> Why, yes, there are. As a matter of fact, yes, there are family members who oh, cool. who are who have Mexican traditions oh. and um, stories oh. that are old world. You know, I thought old world were the Midwestern ones that went back to about the about the end of the 1800s for me, but theirs go back way further. So, so that's that's been a lovely thing to incorporate into my memories. Um, and makes me feel warm about them and their perspective. Um, um, I think you and I w- were talking at one time about the songs we love. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, uh, I was saying, um, so every year I, I would go, or I go to the Fruitcake Follies by James Gray. Um, that's at Casita del Campo at, um, and at the Cavern Theater. So one year, um, one of his... Nice to know for local people. Yes, for local people. Um, it's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there, uh, Michael McCain, hilarious actor, singer, dancer. He sang um, My Adult Christmas List. And that was the first time I'd ever heard this. I thought it was his song. I didn't realize it was a, a thing. And I cried. He, he, oh, he did such a great rendition of it. I cried. And 
and I will listen to that song in many different versions because I think Clay Aiken has a version. Um, I think Cher has a version. I'm not sure, but that's that's my go-to song for for Christmas. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful. See, this is what calms us down, brings us. It, by way of going through the past brings us back to the present moment and we can look at what's new and what we want to bring in as we go forward. Um, I, there's nothing wrong with living in your, in your past memories, but if, you're, if you can look up and be involved with the people around you. You're right here, and you're, you fi- can find yourself in a place of forgiving and forgetting whatever hurt. Um, the other couple of tips that I would want to talk about are um, just learning to take care of yourself. Let the holidays be a time where you not only overeat and enjoy (laughs) alcohol, but also perhaps lighten what you eat and spend time doing the things that just bring you back together in your own practice. Um, So much of what I talk about with people is our spiritual practice and meditating, um, it's kind of refamiliarizing yourself at the end of the year with who you are or who you want to be and asking yourself things like, what direction do I want to go in from here? What have I learned in this last year? Um, what worked? What didn't work? Um, taking, so taking a time out and taking a breather is really, really important. Um, is that leading to, <laughs> to, I'm sitting here looking at a set of cards, um, but the sense of this is, as you give your children a time out, <laughs> it's, taking, it's taking a time out for yourself, too. I'd mentioned going for long walks, but it's anything you love to do, sitting by a lake, even if it's cold out, but just letting yourself feel who you are Remember, feelings and emotions help us actually recognize that we are indeed here. We're human. Um, there's almost no mistake that can't be forgiven. That um, that that actually maybe the difficulties of the holidays are what let you remember who you are. And that um, there's, there's space for becoming, space for becoming who you want to be and going to the next level for the new year. That's good. So um, why don't we pick a card in, in uh, helping us yes, center, this is something, centering? This is something... Kicha and I had talked about was drawing tarot cards and just pulling one for the time that we're in, for the now. And so whenever you hear this reading, whenever you hear this episode, you will hear this card 
and it will be meaningful for you. There we go. Ooh. And I have the King of Wands here. The King of Wands is the good luck king. Um, he's holding a large staff. You're reminded that it's growing like a tree. So it's, it's the element of fire, which is growth, which is passion, which is setting intentions. But it means, it actually does mean going forward from where you are now, who are you about to become? What is your evolution? This is a king who most certainly lives in his present moments, but he's able to say, if I look back at the past, that's where my growth begins or that's where my magic begins. And as he's going forward into the present moment, he sets intentions for the future. This is a reminder in him that we only have our present moment. And that's where our luck is, that we can use elements of the past for going forward, but they can only merge or become part of the now. And then whatever you have right now and whatever tools, you can say, now let me go forward and head toward my success or my evolution. And so he waves his wand or holds his wand high, sends it out, progressing into the future, and he says, let me become, let me, let me discover who I am. And he knows he's still on a journey, so it hasn't all happened yet. There is work to be done, but he says, no, this is not my expectation, but <laughs> but my vision of where I'm going. And from there, he lets it unfold. And he doesn't know exactly how it will unfold. He knows what tools he has. He knows what the past has shown him. He knows what mistakes he's made. Hopefully, he won't make them again. Or if he tries something new, he'll add new elements to it. So he, here we have the fire king or the good luck king or the visionary king before us. Hmm. And there's even a little lizard down here. He has salamanders around him because those are fire symbols. So oh. again, your passion, your fire, your drive. Action. Action, yes, purpose. So that would be. So this is the king of wands. Oh, I love hearing this. I love, <laughs> I love learning this. And so... Um, what we like to do before we close is um, give you a meditation. Um, and uh, please, if you're driving as you're listening to this, um, d don't go deep. <laughs> um, you can uh, listen to this again later as you're sitting, relaxing, and um, Anana's going to help you meditate. Thank you for that reminder because I was going to start with close your eyes, but... <laughs> Not right now, if, not <laughs> if you're not in a place you can do that, but allow yourself to focus inside of yourself and take a deep breath in and breathe out. And in your mind's eye, see a brilliant light sparkling in the distance. See it traveling toward you slowly. See this bright light and become more aware 
of the waves of energy, the waves of light as they come around you. Let yourself become quieter. Feel the silence. And let there be a glowing calm that just moves all around you. Feel the vibrations, the waves of peace and connection. And with that, feel warm arms that may feel familiar wrap themselves around you, holding you and comforting you. This feels like a wonderful friend or a sister or a brother, perhaps a mother or a father, a being who you may think of as a spirit guide who is protective and caring, caring for you and holding you, and someone who has all the best intentions for you. This is someone who brings you blessings and best wishes. And once again, breathe in and breathe out. Now, whatever the difficulty was that comes up for you, whether there's a pain or a loss or a fear, perhaps you're feeling just out of it, Place all of it. Place anything you no longer need that is not serving you. Place it in the hands of this being of light. You discover that there are indeed hands there to take it away. And just drop it in. Once again, breathe in and breathe out. And notice how the light is not changed by what you hand over, nor can it ever be dimmed by any pain. Watch how the feeling or the situation you have been holding on to all of this time fades into the light. And feel how the emotion within you changes. Allow yourself to let go of any leftover sorrow, leftover anxiety or pain. Just keep letting go of the last little bits of it. It's no longer yours. It's no longer needed. It's an energy that is evolving now. And you can ask yourself, is there a feeling of being vulnerable or a sense of disbelief that the thing you'd been holding on to is now truly gone? If so, keep holding on to the light. The light has not left you, and it never will. It is there to be called on at any time. Let yourself be uplifted. And breathe in. And breathe out. And remain in the serenity and the beauty of this moment. Feel the waves of love presence of peace and joy at your effort as it swirls around and through you. And what you discover is that you are part 
of the being of light. You have dissipated your own darkness, your own difficulties. It is you who has let go. Grant yourself peace and resolution and continue to do so as long as you need to let go and let the light shine. Come back to this present moment knowing you can revisit the light at any time you choose. Mm. Happy holidays. Well, thank you for joining us in Cruising the Light in the Shadow. I'm Inanam Moon. I'm Sheila Kichamarie, reminding you that love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. Please go forth in love. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you.